There are four pillars to our big life philosophy. Want to know what they are? Let's dive in. This is the Big Life Experiment podcast, and we're your hosts, Kathy and Joe. We're corporate escapees turned transformation coaches. After over 10 years of exploring, experimenting, and doing deep inner work, we've completely changed our lives, and we're going to share with you the knowledge, tools, and insights we've experienced on our own journey of transformation. Our mission is to help you reconnect with who you are and reprogram your mind so that you can redesign your life. We'll be diving into mindset, life design, and subconscious reprogramming to help you figure out what you want out of life and build the confidence and courage to go after it. Let's jump in and start creating your big life. Hello, awesome people, and welcome to the Big Life Experiment podcast. Yes, welcome. Awesome to have you here. So today we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, which is the big life philosophy and It's not only the philosophy for our business, but it's also, I believe, the philosophy for our life and how we like to conduct ourselves and how we live our lives. Yeah, exactly. How we feel like we get the most out of our life and our business and how we want to show up in the world as well. So we're going to share these four pillars with you and you can join us on making this your own personal philosophy as well or adapt, make your own do with it what you like. (laughs) But we're going to share them with you because we know that they are four powerful principles to live by. And the first is to learn. No matter what age, to keep learning and to keep expanding your knowledge and your awareness. Because I am pretty shocked actually by how many people seem to just stop learning when when they finish school, university, whatever kind of formal education they might have. And yes, um, of course, in some jobs, we continue to learn uh, because we need to learn skills to get better at it and things like that. But I love always learning something on the side, learning a subject that I am interested to find out more about. And there's an Albert Einstein quote that I love, which is, once you stop learning, you start dying. Yeah, and I think, I think it's totally normal to stop learning. So I'm thinking, as you were talking now, remembering actually when I left uh, university in my, when I was, I don't know, 23, 24, I didn't go and learn anything for a long time. I just went to work, partied at the weekend, watched sport, watched telly, and that was my life. And I, I never... I don't, I cannot recall going and learning something, any skill, following any interest. It was just my social life and work and that was it. And it was only sort of in my late 20s after I had a bit of a breakdown um, and that I started to go and learn about things that were interesting me. But it wasn't until I had that, that breaking point in my life that I started to go and make that shift. Mm. Learning is so important because it actually does really keep your brain healthy. It's so important to keep learning new things and it can actually help prevent cognitive decline and it can also help improve your memory. So there's a couple of like really important reasons of why we should keep learning. And so it continues to expand 
your view of the world, to understand different perceptions and to really open your mind up to different ways that you can move through the world as well. So that's one of the reasons why we think learning is so key to living your big life to help you stay young because otherwise as albert einstein says once you stop learning you start dying to continue to expand your knowledge and your awareness of the world to see different things from different points of view and to really be able to expand your skill set because then if you expand your skill set you'll expand your opportunities as well continuing to learn as you get older reminded me of my mum's partner he's 80 just turned 84 Mm -hmm. and he seems so much younger than he is and I think a big part of that is he's constantly learning he's always got multiple books on the go he's like a human encyclopedia because he's always reading and always learning and I think that keeps him really youthful because he has a very supple mind and continues to educate himself and he goes back over things that he's already learned before just just to get new insights and stuff and I think yeah, it just it made me realise he's a fantastic example mm. of that, and why I still I don't see it. I, it shocks me sometimes to remind myself that he's eighty four years old because he is so sharp in his mind, and he's always got so many interesting things to share and to talk about because he always keeps on learning. And um, Gandhi said this: "Live as if you were to die tomorrow." Learn as if you were to live forever. If that's not a big life philosophy, then I don't know what is. I absolutely love that. And I think we can all also just take a moment to question, are we living as if we were to die tomorrow? Or are we living as if we are have got all of this time in the world to achieve our goals, to be able to do the things that we keep saying we'll do later, tomorrow, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, so as well as kind of learning knowledge and information and exploring this amazing world that we live in it's sometimes it, when you actually just stop and observe it it's quite nuts when you think about the reality that we're living in but one of the most important things to learn is to learn about yourself like who are you what do you want uh, what the hell is going on in your mind now that that really struck me for when i started doing meditation in my late 20s i was like oh my god all the thoughts that i was having and playing out the beliefs i had about myself the stories i was telling myself some of the awful dialogue I had internally and I had to so that helped me to learn about what the hell is actually playing out in my mind all day and start to work with that but also to create space in my life to connect with who I actually am rather than who I thought I was because of all these stories in my head or who I, was, who I had been told to be through my conditioning through my upbringing through the school environment through society and all the the media maybe that I was consuming at that time and so learning to reconnect with myself and have gone that journey of self-discovery is probably the most fundamental thing you can learn Mm. because if you're not living the life that you want it's probably because you're not living in alignment with who you actually are like the things that you value you're you're not living the dreams that you are constantly daydreaming about as you go about your life definitely and i think um you know the only person that you are guaranteed to spend your entire life with is yourself and so if you don't take that time to get to know yourself then you might be living someone else's life for your entire life and especially if you are trying to figure out a new direction um, in perhaps your career as well as your general life then it is so crucial for you to really take that time to learn about yourself and to go through that self-discovery, as Joe was saying. Like, understand, what do you enjoy? What do you want to be possible for yourself? What do you actually want to create? 
What is really most important to you? What did you value? And who do you want to be? And know that whoever you think you are now, you can always recreate yourself to be the person who is creating different things in their life. But it starts with learning about who you are right now so that you can then make the changes that you want to make. Yeah, and very much intertwined with that, with that journey of self-discovery and self-awareness is to question. Suddenly you start to have this time when you're getting to know yourself and now you start to question everything. You start to question who are you? What do you want? You start to question the life that you've been told to live or the job. You know, Do I have to do all these things? Some big questions that came up for me uh, during my journey of self-discovery was I questioned, do I want to get married? Like It was just a given that you kind of find a partner and you get married. And I thought about, well, do I want to get married? Not that I didn't want to have a partner. You know, when I was thinking about us, we're, we're now married. But at one point I thought, yeah, I'll spend the rest of my life with you. But I didn't necessarily believe that I had to get married. So I questioned that mm. tradition. And question is our second pillar of our big life yes. philosophy. So the first is to learn, to always be learning, learn about yourself, learn about um, things that you're interested in. And then the second is to question, question things about your life as it is. Does it need to be like this? Can I make it simpler? Can I make it easier? Do I have to work hard to be successful? Is there another way? Do I need to own a house? As Joe said, do I need to get married? Do I want to? Not even need. You don't need to do anything. Do I want to? What is most important to me? And so really start to question if things have just always been done a certain way, then why have they always been done a certain way? Just because they've always been done a certain way, it doesn't mean that they need to keep being done a certain way and being a questioner and having that curiosity with how you are approaching your life and asking powerful questions of yourself is how you can start to create different outcomes in your life because questions obviously lead to answers answers affect your emotions and how you feel about something and that then drives your behavior and your behavior dictates your results and so asking better questions then ends up leading to better results so question yourself and question everything you've been taught that is so so fundamental because yes you might ask these questions and you might come to the answers that yes actually this is all fine i'm going to go along with the status quo or what everyone else thinks and that's totally fine but the important thing is to ask yourself these questions to make sure that you're making choices in your life that are what you want and that is right for your life and that that's really key here and so yeah just take the taking the time to ask yourself questions mm. is is so important and is so powerful because if you are not living the life that you want start to ask questions to figure out what you do want because we all we all pick up beliefs from as we're growing up and we pick up beliefs and opinions about the world and perspectives about how things should or shouldn't be from our parents the society the caregivers that we grew up around and teachers all of those kind of things our social circles and so if we're just accepting it all as just the way things are done then we might be walking around and we all are in fact with some very outdated beliefs that we don't need to keep on carrying and i heard a great example of this in this um, parable that I heard shared on another podcast very recently. And it goes like this. So there is a young girl who sees her mum making a Christmas ham and she cuts off the bottom of the ham. 
And she asked her mum, why do you always cut off that part of the ham when you're making it for Christmas? And she said, oh, because that's how my mum has always done it. So then they asked the grandmother, why did you always cut, you know, the ham in that particular way? And the grandma said, that's easy. I needed it to fit in that size pan. And so what I want you to understand from that great little story is that sometimes we're just doing things a certain way because it's been passed down through generations and we don't know the original reason why it was done like that unless we question and then we realize, oh, so I don't actually need to waste that part of the ham and cut it off because I actually have a bigger pan. And so I think that's a fantastic little story just to remind you to question um, and to not just accept things just because they've always been done like that. Yeah, and I had an example of this a few years ago when I was having a conversation with a friend and we were talking about watching the news. And I just questioned. I said, I said to her, why are you watching news? Like, is that adding any value in your life? Is it, is it helping you? And I could just see her completely discombobulate as if to think, like, I don't have to watch the news. Because I imagine, like I did, I grew up in a, ha- in a household where at six o'clock the news goes on. That's just what you did to be informed about the world and what was going on. Personally, it's something I haven't watched probably since I left home. And I, so I questioned her about that. Well, what purpose? And just it didn't even cross her mind that not watching the news was an option. It was just that's what you do. To be informed. And to- then the question is, well, are there other ways you can be informed? Is that the medium that you want to be informed through? We'll definitely get into that in another episode. Lots to unpack on that one. So that's how um, we've also done an, uh, an episode three of the podcast, The Power of Questions, where we go into how asking better questions will create better results in your life. So definitely go and check out that episode. Um, so let's move on to our third principle in our big life philosophy. And that is play. I think this is, uh, I love them all, but this might, this might be my favourite pillar of the philosophy because I think, especially in this space that we're in right now, which is self-development, self-discovery, transformation, it can be really serious because a lot of the times you're dealing with a lot of crap that might be going on internally for you, a lot of baggage, a lot of um, fears, doubts, insecurities about life and who you are and things you want to do yeah and we want to change because we're not happy and so therefore we kind of come to it with this heaviness sometimes yeah exactly and it is challenging there's a lot of work and there's can be a lot of heavy lifting in terms of the things that you have to become aware of and work through and however it doesn't have to be all serious i know i certainly get very serious about this at times but also we can (laughs) we can just have some fucking fun like you know it's if you think about you start to use a different language, right? So within play, you bring in exploration, experimentation, uh, curiosity, because you're just, we talked about this in episode three, following your curiosity, you know, just being and interested. episode five. Oh, episode five, sorry. So, you know, you just, what am I interested to try out? Because you want to make a change, you don't know what to do. So you're like, well, what am I interested in? You get curious, and you're like, just go and experiment, explore, test things out, have some fun. It's all part of the process without and the key here again not getting attached to having to get it right not having to figure everything out just enjoy experience life and see what it has to offer and see where that might take you and so bringing that sense of play that experimentation is so so important Mm -hmm. because it makes the journey enjoyable instead of this I've got to get everything right I want to change and getting very heavy and attached to it And life does not have to be serious. This is definitely something that I have 
learned more from being in the relationship that we've been in for so long because we you always bring a sense of play you haven't got the nickname silly billy for nothing joe loves to just bring a sense of silliness and fun and we love going on adventures and we love to approach life with a view of let's enjoy it let's see what's possible let's go and have some fun and this has definitely been a pro- more of a process for me and a way that I have practiced being because I definitely have always been more of a doer in my life and you know have often had a to-do list like that's as long as my arm and then realizing that hang on actually I'm not being as intentional as I could be with creating more space for fun and adventures and to actually enjoy my life and we've mentioned the book, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying, um, a few times now, and it will be continue to be mentioned because it's basically a, such a pivotal uh, book that um, in terms of what we share in our business and how we changed our own lives, one of the top regrets is, I wish I had let myself be happier. And the way that I love this regret as being written is that it's, I wish I'd let myself be happier. People who were in their last few months of life didn't say, I wish I had been happier. They realized that they just needed to let themselves be happier by A, choosing happier thoughts, B, allowing themselves to just have more fun and just do more things that bring them joy as well. Yeah, I think a lot of us, and we've definitely been there at various points, um, of turning life into a to-do list. Oh, yeah. I remember thinking at one point in my 30s, when did I stop just enjoying my weekend when did my weekend become a list of jobs to do I was like I didn't have a list of jobs in my 20s yeah I went out and partied a lot but I mean we don't have kids I'm like it's not like I've got an extra I've got a responsibility to look after someone else like what has changed why am I not uh, going out and just enjoying my weekend like I used to in my 20s because suddenly life got a bit serious and more responsibilities and and so this life became around a to-do list I'm like well I remember at one point I'm doing anything that brought me joy. And so something we share with our students is this concept called the happiness playlist. It's essentially just creating a list of all the things that you make that bring you happiness and then starting to do them more. Because what most people uh, that we work with realize is they're not doing any of the things that actually bring them joy. I, and I've been there because I realized that my life had just become about work and to do this. And I wasn't doing any of the things that were bringing me joy. And happiness can be so so simple and having a more fulfilling life which is what we're here to help you do can be as simple as just doing more things that bring you joy whatever that is and most of them are probably free and are really really simple and yet they are so overlooked and you're probably not doing them because you're probably stuck in your to-do list and responsibilities Mm. so it's about sprinkling more of that throughout your day and allowing yourself to have the space to do them because so many of us fall into the trap of when I get to end result, I will have more fun. I will take more time off. I will do more of those things that make me happy. And yet what we want to realize, and this is a message to myself as well, because that's a trap that I still find myself getting sucked back into and pulling myself out of. And what we want to realize is that actually having fun along the way is going to actually create the result that we want faster because if we think about who we're going to be at the end result someone who has more fun 
then we need to be that person now in order to be able to attract that into our life as well. And so as well as simply doing more things that make you happy, playing more and like having more adventures, doing more things that you find fun, also have a think about how you can bring a sense of play to whatever it is that you are doing. Even if it is something that you might consider not so fun, such as cleaning or cooking or doing the finances. And I love to, when I do the finances for us, I put on some good tunes, I light a candle, I make it an event. Sometimes I set a timer to see if I can finish it in a particular amount of time, like create a bit of a game around it, because it's also about just bringing a sense of play to the things that you do. And for example, when we do the cleaning, sometimes we blare music and dance around while doing it. Sometimes I, and often I do this, I listen to a podcast that I'm really excited to listen to and do that when I'm doing the cleaning and just enjoy it more rather than it being like a chore and always trying to get on to the next thing. How can you enjoy the process of whatever it is that you're doing? Because these, your life is every single moment. It's not just the fun things. It's not just the big things. Your life is every single moment in between. And you get to infuse that with a sense of play, with that curiosity, with that openness to just allowing yourself to enjoy it. And that is definitely something that can just radically change your life. Yeah, think about life as an experience. So, you know, when you uh, go and eat an amazing dinner, you just savour the meal, you savour all the flavours. And so we, I think we forget to do that in our life. It's in so, so attached to the outcomes on this journey of self-discovery and, and transformation that we get so focused on on the outcome instead of just enjoying the experience that we're going through to figure it out to get wherever we want to go when we're making these changes and so we've got our first three pillars there we've had learn question play and then our fourth pillar of our big life philosophy is to be so are you a human being or are you a human doing I put my hand up to mostly being in the latter and that is something that has been a work in progress. I'm getting better at being a human being. Yes, you are. You're much, much better than, than you were sort of 10 years ago oh my goodness. when we started this journey. Yes. And I, think every t- I talk about this all the time and it's to, it's to create more space and to spend more time in silence in your life. Like, ask yourself, when was the last time you just sat somewhere for a few minutes and just watch the world go by. I, for me, that is one of the most amazing feelings. And I have to sit at the cafe or I was sitting at the beach yesterday morning, just looking out at the ocean, watching everyone like walking up and down the beach, people having conversations, people on their, on their, I don't know, all the crazy things that we're doing out in the ocean, their surfboards, paddleboards, there's some guy in a jet thing, just sitting there and just watching life. I do that often at the coffee shop. And I think we... Uh, Life is very, very, very fast-paced these days, and we forget to just sit back. And we've got the phone. I mean, I get addicted to the phone and start looking through it a lot of the time. And every now and again, I have to remind myself, just sit. I want to just mention, you said life is very fast-paced. This is something that we get to choose to believe or not. And this is something that I've been playing with, again, being curious to explore in my own life recently. Because how many times do people say things like, 
oh, time just goes so fast, especially as you get older, et cetera, et cetera. And in fact, yesterday I had one of the best, I'm going to call, I, I had one of the best days off that I'd had for a long time. And I said to Joe, I was like, I feel like this day is going on forever. And I believe this is partly because I was really, I've been very intentional recently about trying to be more present and to enjoy every experience that I'm doing and to tell myself the story that things don't need to go so fast. And so think about how you can just be more in your life by creating more space, by allowing things to breathe more, by being more present so that you can really focus again on being a human being and experience life versus it being one thing to do then the next thing and then you're while you're doing that thing you're actually thinking about the next thing that you're doing and how long you've got to get until the next place and etc etc and thinking that if you need to achieve more that means you need to do more so therefore you're spending even less time in space and silence and certainly if you are thinking about trying to figure out a new direction for your work and life and you are thinking 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 what is the answer? What is the answer? What is the answer? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. One of the best things that you can do is to create more space by spending more time in silence, meditating more, like Joe says, because by doing so, you are actually allowing some dots to join in your mind and to create the space for the answers to literally drop in. Yeah, I think I think about the three pillars of clarity and insight, which is an action is a big part of that. So sometimes doing things does yield clarity. However, the other the other pillars in that is space and silence. And that's where you get in touch with yourself, what you really want. It's in the space that the answers often come when you're having worked in the creative field for 15 years. It's often when I'm not doing, when I'm not trying to figure out the solution to what I wanted to create, that the answers came. It'd be when I was on the tube on the way to work, or when I'm in the classic in the shower at the gym. All that often it's at those times when I'm not trying to solve the solution or come up with that idea that the best ideas come, or where I've been trying to figure out solutions and it just all joins together because the space is when like all the pieces of the puzzle can suddenly see each other and just click into place. Yeah. And so I think it's very undervalued. And maybe if you've got if you just feel like your your day is just a series of to do lists, start to think about the really important thing is. What do you actually, are you, although do you actually need to do all those things? We used to argue about it a lot with your to-do list. It was like, the to-do list is never fucking going to end. There will always be new items added. And what's actually important and what can you let go of? Because one of the biggest things that we're, we've realized on our journey is it's not so much about doing more. It's about doing less and letting go of things from your life to actually move forward so maybe think about your days your weeks like where can you let go of some stuff Mm. to create more space to be more present to be more in touch with yourself maybe to be more present with your loved ones Mm. instead of just getting through one thing to the next to the next yeah like how can you slow down and create more space to be to learn more about yourself about what you want out of life to be able to give yourself time to process you know, emotions, like all of these things and to get, find the answers that you're looking for because the answers for everything you're looking for come from within and you need to create the space to be able to allow them to come up. And then the second part of our B part of our philosophy <laughs> is 
who do you need to be to create the life that you truly want? Because the gap from where you are now to whatever your dream, your ideal, your big life is, the gap between that is the person that you need to become. So the version of you who is living your most amazing life is different from the version of you right now. It is not some totally different person. It is a higher version of you, a more expansive version of you who is thinking bigger, feeling bigger and acting bigger. And so you think about who do I need to be rather than what do I need to do to change my life? Who do I need to be? Do I need to be more committed, more integral, more disciplined? Do I need to be more focused? Do I need to be more expansive in just how I'm showing up in the world? Like, what do you need? How do you need to be? And sit with that question and think about how you can create yourself as the person that you want to become now so that then you can achieve the results that you want in life. So to summarize our big life philosophy, we have four pillars. They are to always be learning and to question everything that you've been taught and ask yourself powerful questions to get the key answers that you want to create change, to play so that you enjoy the process, you bring a sense of play to everything that you do and to be more, be more in stillness, in silence and to focus on who you are being to be able to create the results that you want. So we've got a final question to round it off with. Yeah, so we'll leave you this. How can you bring a bigger sense of play into your life? Let us know. Send us a DM on Instagram. Big Life Experiment. We will always be cheering you on for more play. Until next time. Yeah, we'll see enjoy. you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. If you're ready to create your big life, here's how we can help you get started. Our free masterclass, Get Clear on Your Big Life, will help you reconnect with what you want for your life and reimagine your future from a place of possibility. And if you're feeling called to completely redesign your life so you can experience more purpose, freedom and fulfillment, then our coaching program, Big Life Roadmap, is 100% for you. It's an epic eight-week journey of self-discovery and subconscious transformation. Head to our website, biglifeexperiment.com, for all the details on both. Thank you.